they're so important. Um, we have a tendency to sometimes ignore our own needs, don't focus on helping someone else. And our own needs might be spiritual or physical or emotional. And it's really important to understand that although we are, we may be God's, uh, an instrument of God's grace to an individual, in order to do that well, we really do need to take care of ourselves. And that doesn't mean that we have to be in perfect form. You know, that doesn't mean that we have to be totally rested. A lot of times things are going to come up, situations are going to come up that where we're not on the top of our game, but we don't, we don't, and we don't have to be. So I don't want to make it sound like, you know, that, that, that you have to be perfectly, you know, in hand for this, but we do want to emphasize the importance of, of self-care. So when you look at when our Lord chose his apostles, he chose a lot of Galilean fishermen, he chose a tax collector, he chose a political zealot. These were not folks that were the most socially refined. They were not the most psychologically minded. These were folks that he chose because he knew that he was going to form them into his instruments. And that's what we're talking about in part with uh, self-care. So you don't have to be anything like perfect. I really want to really want to, to emphasize that there's no need to be perfect in this. What's needed is the willingness. What's needed is the, the, the desire to, uh, to be helpful. I think that's so true. Sometimes I know that, you know, uh, when I haven't had enough sleep and I'm really tired, I'm kind of worn out and burned out, I rise to an occasion. Like it happens. <laughs> Something will just present itself that I wasn't expecting. And I'm suddenly just able to say amazingly right things. But I do know that when I do take good care of myself and I do get a good night's sleep and I'm regular with my prayer time and I am, you know, just having a chance to even share my own struggles with somebody that I trust, I actually, I, I do believe I do better in helping others. Yeah. I mean, what you're talking about, Jerry, is general readiness, you know. Having that consistent spiritual pl plan, praying regularly, being in a state of grace, you know, it helps if you have good sleep, if you're taking care of your your health, you know, it's harder to be helpful with somebody if you're hungover, if you're starving, if you're not taking care of yourself in other ways. So, so that general readiness, mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, but, but like Jerry, you were saying, sometimes God helps us, God asks us to help others when we're not fully ready, you know, and that helps us to remind that helps to remind us, that helps to remind us that God and Mary are the agents here too. It's not just, it's not just our talents, our strengths, us, 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 you know, that, that grace is flowing through us. So, yeah. And you know, what strikes me um, is this word trigger, mm -hmm. uh, which is really means, you know, something from my own past that bothered me is now kind of in front of me or shows up again. And so, you know, if I have, you know, maybe uh, as an example, like I have some past father issues, right? I have some times when I've maybe felt abandoned by my own father or like he didn't measure up. You can probably relate to that mm -hmm. a little bit. And then somebody comes to me and, and they're in distress because maybe they have disappointed their own kid. And they were as a father, right? So there, there's an element where I jump in and I want to help. And I'm like, oh, I can help this person because they're clearly in distress. But then something affects me where I'm like, I'm now bothered by the content that right. suddenly it's making me re recall how I felt when I was abandoned. And then it affects the way I am able to even 
maybe relate to that person. Right. So at that point, you're reacting to your own issues, right? You're starting to react to something that's come up in you. And what that does is it it pulls us in. It gets us more self-absorbed. It's harder to see the other person accurately to be able to connect with them because we're somehow responding to internal to something internal in us. So, you know, we want to know what those triggers are. We want to know what kind of things are going on in our lives that might set us off. You know, it could be somebody who is just really, really sad. And maybe I've had issues in the past with being really, really sad. Now, that's not so much my thing. But, you know, if that's an issue in your past and you see someone who's really sad, there might come up something with you. So as part of general readiness, that self-care, we want to, we want to, you know, think about addressing our own triggers, you know? That's right. So, so that might mean doing a little bit of, you know, pause. It might mean pausing and just kind of reflecting on what we need in that moment. That would be the self-care. It would be like, no, I need to tend to myself and my feelings of, say, sadness or disappointment uh, before we can then really engage someone else and help them. And it might mean, you know, kind of returning to the present moment with that person. Going, oh, I just had a trigger. I was just, you know, I was just reminded of something from my own past. Take a breath, kind of relax. Notice if I'm like clenched or whatever Mm -hmm. and really be able to relax and be present with that person uh, by by attending to my own inner perhaps uh, turmoil or whatever was going on there. And. And, and rather than just jumping right in too quickly right. to, to help the person when, when I am myself. Because that can be a form of yeah. avoidance. That could be like, uh, your distress is making me uncomfortable, so mm-hmm. I need you to stop it. And we act on something like that, even though we don't realize it. That stuff's unconscious, right? That's not what we're intending to do. That's not what we want in our heart of hearts. Mm-hmm. But that can be what happens. And if we find that we're pulling away from the other person, we feel threatened by their distress, um, you know, that may mean that we're rejecting or minimizing or avoiding something that they're bringing up because it's tapping into us, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, um, and that, you know, there's certain tells that we have, you know, for example, if I'm starting to feel that way, my knee will bounce. You know, if my knee is bouncing, that tells me that something is Your going on. Your knee bounces a lot, Peter. <laughs> it means that something's coming up in me, right? And my knee... It's not bouncing it, now, so I think that's a now. good sign. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but ever since this, ever since I was in the six in six years old, in first grade, my knee would bounce when I would, you know, and I would shake a whole roll of, uh, of chairs in my Catholic grade school doing right. that. So, but it wasn't until I was, and it wasn't until relatively recently, just a few years ago, that I realized that that's a tell. That tells me that something's coming up. You know that uh, is um, is bring is bringing up a lot of psychological energy. So we're going to just invite you to be aware of the things that go on with you that might indicate that you're having a trigger. Right. The other thing that happens with me is that if I'm stressed, sometimes my jaw clench. You know, and I have to think to myself, okay, what's going on? What's going on that my jaw is clenching? What am I? What am I uh, tense about? Mm -hmm. So if you notice those kinds of things, to take a moment, like Jerry was saying, to take take some breaths. You know, to just kind of like settle in um, and, you know, take, you know, say a prayer, you know, kind of. And we'll give you some guidance about that sort of stuff in just a little bit. But, yeah, just to kind of notice. So we're mm-hmm. we're starting actually with with the self. It's kind of like when you're um, in, an, in an aircraft and they're going through the safety instructions and they talk about, you know, in the event, unlikely event of air, cabin depressurization, oxygen masks will fall. They say put your own on first. Right before you try to help somebody else, it's kind of like that. That's what we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And don't try to take too much on yourself. You know, I know maybe you're, you feel like you're a junior psychologist, and your friend comes to you with distress, and so you got to figure out all their problems. And so, oh, what if I get it wrong? And, and oh, and analyzing this and that, and jumping to some kind of conclusion about what's really going on for that person. 
the first thing you need to do is attend to your own inner self, quiet that down, so that you can take on an attitude of what openness, curiosity, just being with them without imposing yourself at all. That's right. On that, right. whether it's your own triggers, whether it's your own sense of you know issues or your own curiosity, your own desire to fix, fix, fix. No, no, no. Slow it all down. Slow it all down. Yeah. Slow it all down. Yeah. Because you don't, you're not going to understand right away what's going on. You may even think you do, but a lot of times it's not what you think, right? So you want to want to just accept that you don't know right away and you don't need to know. You're not supposed to know right away what's going on. You know, and that's okay. It's better to go in with that curiosity, like you were saying, Jerry, like that openness, um, you know, and, and, you know, and rather than, rather than uh, going with a, with an agenda, right? If you notice that you're really trying to get the other person to do something or to say something or to change their mind about something, then it becomes more about your desire. And we just want it to be, want it to be, you know, just open and understanding at first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if it's something that's really overwhelming to you, you may not have to be the primary first aid giver. You know, I mean, if, if it's something where you feel like whatever distress the other person's experiencing really is taking you out, um, not letting you uh, be able to be with them, then you may be able to help by finding somebody else for that person. So yeah. we want to let people know that they have that option too. Yeah. a lot of times we're really excited to be with you keep those comments coming we're going to be coming up with our next module here we're going to be talking about sort of general principles about how you love another person and kind of give you the the bird's eye overview and then as we move through these modules we're going to get into the nitty-gritty like how do you actually do it where the rubber meets the road so sounds good right. sounds good all right we'll see you on the other side